hi, hello. It's Financial Straight Talk, the podcast portion of the show. My name is Jerry Payne. We appreciate you being here with us. And for our radio listeners, thanks for sticking around. If you are new to the show, make sure you look up the Financial Straight Talk podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Get subscribed so you can always get this show on demand at your convenience, right, Jim? It's, it's <laughs> Absolutely. It, we make it easy for everybody to do this. And the voice you heard is Jim Fox. He's the president and founder of Woodadley Financial Group, the uh, host of Financial Straight Talk, of course, the father of financial dragons. Gosh, Jim, I'm, I'm, I'm missing a couple this week. What else do we have here? Uh, the chief engineer, the chief engineer uh, of the wheelbarrow of wisdom. Thank you, thank you. What for, else uh, do we have? Got oh it. gosh, just all kinds of different. Yeah, we we need. You to know come what I call with... him? I call him Jim. He's that'll work. He's the guy who can help you when uh, you need some advice as it pertains to getting ready for retirement. How is everything this week, Jim? It is just an amazing week. You know, we're back. Traveled last week, as you already know. So it's great to be back home, back on the Space Coast. Weather is absolutely beautiful, right? I mean, absolutely. Yeah, perfect time of the year. I mean, we love it. But for those of us that are Floridians, we know that we only have a couple more months. Now, everyone thinks that May and June are the hot months, but those are nothing. That's the easy months. <laughs> the hot months are like August and September. Yeah. Like that's where it rids. So we're enjoying it. The kids were complaining it was hot the other day. I think we did tap 92 here at the house, nice. which is pretty hot. But you know what? Nothing the pool can't take care of for us. So yeah. uh, we're having a great time in. And for those of you that have grandkids or kids at home, we're almost done. I think we have five weeks of school left and it is summer break. So lots of things in the works. Fox is on the go. You know, we're planning our trips and we're doing those things. So we're ramping up for, you know, the summer with a couple of uh, young kids and traveling the world. So busy, busy time of the year, man. I know everybody else is thinking about where they're going to be traveling to uh, coming up in the summer because, you know, things are a little bit more open than they were a couple of years ago. So that'll be exciting. And uh, we'll look forward to hearing some of what you know, your travels and uh, your experiences are going to be. And Jim, I know that you've been able to help people achieve some of those experiences and and work on those goals that people have. And uh, the bucket list theory is something that we've talked a lot about on this show, something that people have been trying to do for a long time. And we've got an article here about things that you want to do, which are on the other side of that. Call it an anti-bucket list if you want to. Things that you never want to have happen. But before we get there, let's talk about something positive. Uh, What are some of the bucket list items that you've seen people be able to achieve when they get into retirement? So there's so many, right? Travel's like the easy one. Everyone has a dream destination. And I'll be honest with you, I pride myself in really pushing my clients, especially my new clients, into experiencing those trips as soon as possible, right? Yeah. Because you just never know. Health, let's get real. We're all getting older. And I've so heard you, you wanna, talk about yeah. it too. You you encourage people to like, hey, don't just stick at the uh, resort the whole time. Go visit the place yeah, and get see out. what it's really Look, like. You don't know what it's like visiting Peru if you stay inside of a four-star resort. That's just not the reality. Get out there, enjoy it. But, you know, you asked me this before we started, and I was thinking about it, and there's so many different things. There's RVs. There's really cool trips. There's cool things like with your loved one. So maybe it's do a father-son trip. But the one that jumped out at me right away, and I thought this was so cool, is that I had a gentleman that retired pretty young. The moment he turned 59 and a half, he retired. And I met him about six months before that. Okay. And we sat down and we were talking. I said, look, man, what's, I mean, he's like, oh, I've always wanted to go to Paris. I've always wanted, I'm like, okay, boring. Like, find me something cool here, right? <laughs> and he's like, you know, Jim, I have had 
the same poster of a Ferrari 308 Ooh. on my bedroom as a you know young adult. That same poster is now hanging inside of my garage. It's been here the whole time. I don't know why I went to Ferrari. I remember seeing it on Magnum PI, so we're going pretty far <laughs> back here. But I saw it on Magnum PI, and he's like, I would love to have a Ferrari. I'll never forget, Jerry. We sat down, and we jumped on eBay right then, the moment he said that. And we found Ferraris, and he's like, wow, man, these are really cool. And I warned him. I've been very fortunate. I've been able to drive some supercars, and I've driven many Ferraris. And I told him, you do not want to own a 308 Ferrari. Like, that is worse than a Fiero, right? I mean, it rides horrible. You don't want it. So he went over to the dealership over in Orlando or West Palm, one or the other, and he went and he wanted to test drive some Ferraris. So he called me up, and I'll never forget. He goes, Jim, I fell in love with this car. He's oh, like, he found I love one. it. I found my magic car. It was yellow. I would never own a yellow Ferrari, but whatever works yeah, for the guy. I agree right? on that. I'm more of a red yeah. guy when it comes to the Ferraris. Has to be but- red with Ferrari. I agree 100%. But he's like, I think I love this car. And I said, great, man. Well, let's talk about it. He goes, I don't know if I can swing it. I go, how much is it? It was like $145,000. So we sat down and we talked about it. You know, he came back up and we sat at our conference table, had the discussion. I laid out everything and I literally just used probability, right? And I used statistics. I backed the $150,000 completely out of his retirement plan. And Jerry, even if he still lost after the 150, even if he lost 40% of his assets, he was still perfectly fine. And if he lost 60% of his assets, he was still perfectly fine. And I looked at him and I said, man, this isn't really going to work for anybody else but you. This was (laughs) meant to be. And dude, the smile on his face when he was able to go down, the only thing I wish I would have been able to do is go with him because I would have loved to experience that with him. But he was able to to go ahead, go down and pay cash for his Ferrari. We did it in the most tax efficient manner, which makes me even happier because I'm nerding out on that stuff, right? And he was able to drive away in his own supercar that he always wanted. And that's just one example. I mean, look, everybody out here, I had one guy, his only dream was to own his own pool table. The guy had over a million dollars and he only wanted to own a pool table. I mean, (laughs) so we got a pool table for him, right? So everybody has their own little thing that they really want to do. But it's such an honor to be a part of that process and to be included in it. Mm-hmm. And that's the one that just screams in my mind that that's a big deal. And, you know, between you and I, I said I was going to mention this on the air, but about a year and a half later, he hated, hated the car. <laughs> yeah. uh, but you ready for this? He sold it for 30 grand more than he paid for now it. Now, that's, yes. that's a good happy yes. ending of that. And yes. at least, you know what? He got to try it out. And with those kind of supercars, I mean, I don't. I've never had one, but I have some friends who have. Yeah, there's a lot more maintenance that goes into those kinds yep, of things. Um, exactly. What a cool story. What a way to break up some of the um, monotony that comes with talking about money and working with money. I mean, helping people with those kind of goals, that's what I know that you really enjoy doing. Love it. Yep. And um, it can just bring such a smile to someone's face. But, Jim, the anti-bucket list, these are basically <sighs> things that people don't want to avoid almost universally because yes. it's, um you know, your retirement should be a time where, listen, you're, everybody has bad days once or twice, but you should try to be as smooth as possible in retirement. And, and there's a few points in this article that comes from Investopedia this week that I want to bring up just so that people can 
think about these things and, and get them thinking in the right track of, oh, how could I possibly avoid this? The first thing, Jim, is waiting to speak with a financial advisor. Oh, and yeah. this goes for people who even have a financial advisor. I heard you not a few days ago tell somebody, hey, listen, you hired me for a reason. Reach out to me when you need me. Yeah, I can't express how it drives me insane that somebody isn't utilizing me to help them make decisions. Because most of the time, when it comes to spending money, especially if you spend a whole life saving, you're really hesitant to actually go out and spend the money because yeah. you're still in savings mode. So I'm able to talk most people into doing things. Very rarely do I have to talk people out of doing things, right? Because they're maybe making some kind of silly decisions. Yeah, maybe a but, radio uh, show co-host. <laughs> you, you might have to give him some advice. Every give him advice then. every once in a while. But yeah, you want to have a relationship with that financial advisor. It's so important. And, you know, I tell people this all the time. The philosophies that you had to get to retirement is completely different than the philosophy that you have to have through retirement. Think about this, Jerry. Mm -hmm. When you're young, you got time on your side. You're dollar cost averaging. You can have the markets go down and stay down for two months, three months, six years, 12 years. It doesn't matter because you're accumulating wealth. But the problem is once you get into retirement, now every little fluctuation of your account value could potentially impact your ability to continue to get the income you want in retirement. Ultimately, it could lead to you outliving your assets, which mm. is the worst thing ever. So you wanna make sure you're working with an advisor that is not just saying, hang in there, it'll always come back up. Right. That is not something you wanna hear when you're 64 years old, because you know what? It could be 8, 10, 12, 15 years for your money to come back, and you just don't have the time to weather those storms. Yeah, you've got to make sure that it's appropriate for your age and you know where you are, either approaching retirement or already in retirement. The next point on this list is a pretty simple one, Jim, and we talk about this. This one drives you crazy, not maxing out a company match. You, <sighs> if you're still working, you've got to take advantage of that. I literally want to scream from the top of the roof here right now to let the world... I had a good friend I sat down with. He's a little bit older, in his 60s, getting ready to finally put in that retirement package and call it quits, probably in the next 12 months, maybe a little bit longer. And he goes, yeah, Jim, I know you like that crypto stuff, man. My son was telling me I need to stop putting money in my 401k and start buying Bitcoin. And I just <laughs> lost it. I wish that I could have kept my composure, but I'm like, look, man, you got to stop listening to these knucklehead kids. Even if it is your kid, you still got to stop listening to them. This is that TikTok advice that drives me crazy. Listen, lots of volatility in the markets. And as much volatility as you think there are in the markets, when you go to crypto, it is exponentially greater yes. when it comes to volatility. Not not three times, not 50 times. I'm talking about 100,000 times more volatility, right? So, A, there's a lot of that. The other thing is, like I told him, I don't care how bad your 401k is. In his company, the way we have it dialed in, he gets dollar for dollar matches. So if he gives them $100, they give him $100. I'm like, dude, you are getting 100% return you gotta on your that. money. You got to take that. Why wouldn't you? Listen, again, please listen to me. I don't care if you listen to anything else. Don't call me if you don't want to. Don't subscribe to the podcast. Jerry's having a heart attack. Wow. But listen now. to this one <laughs> statement. This one statement. 
Stop giving away free money. Please go take it. Listen, you work there. Your match in your 401k, 403b, whatever your employer-sponsored plan is, your salary is based on the benefits of that 401k or that employer-sponsored plan. They have calculated that in as part of your benefits. You would never go to work and make, say, $4,000 less a year. You would never take that job if they said, hey, uh, come into work and we won't give you four grand extra. No, you said, give me the extra. <laughs> extra. All you have to do is put some of your money on the table and they're going to match it. That is a hundred percent return. Now, not everybody gets dollar for dollar, obviously, right? Some people get 50 cents on a dollar, but the point is stop listening to these knuckleheads, get your match, take advantage of it. Once you no longer get a match, go do all these other crazy ideas, but stop leaving free money on the table. Make sure that you are taking full advantage of that because, hey, it's part of your benefits at work. Another point here, Jim, not planning for health care costs. Everybody's seen this in their families that somebody yes. um, goes through a difficult time and that can really wreck your savings. We are talking the story of my life this past week, okay? And I've got so many people that want to retire at 60 and 63, and they're like, well, you know, i got to cover my insurance. Yes, you do, okay, because health insurance costs are not cheap. I don't mind telling you guys, I have a family of four. We spend almost $1,600 a month on health insurance. Wow. Each one of us has a $10,000 deductible. Let me say that again. Over $18,000 a year for insurance premiums, and we have a $10,000 deductible per person in my family because it was they said hey it's a great insurance policy yeah for who you not for me right but the point is health insurance is so expensive that we've got to plan for it and i can't make this clear enough guys just because you're 65 doesn't mean it's free now now you pay for a different type of coverage a supplemental plan something along those lines we must plan for health insurance. It's something that I do with every single person that we sit down and talk to, and you are no different. You've got a plan for health insurance because honestly, it's one of the biggest holes in your financial plan. If you don't have the right kind of coverage, imagine what it would cost if you had a heart attack or something along those lines mm. and you ended up in the hospital. It's absolutely devastating. And, you know, it's a great thing to do for your loved ones, because if something does happen and, you know, it's outside of everyone's control, but you still need some care. I mean, Jim, it just reduces a lot of that burden that comes with that kind of a situation. Yeah, it does. And it is something that we all will deal with. Jerry, you just lost an aunt just mm -hmm. a couple of what a month ago. Yeah. You watched your grandmother who just grew older and older in your old house. I mean, you've seen this. We've all seen this. Health insurance is a key. We've got a plan for it. It's not free. Yes, there's a handful of y'all with TRICARE. I get it. You get it. And that's awesome. But for the majority of the people that I see that are non-military, guess what they have to do? They have to navigate these waters too. And you've got to have a plan. I tell people, even at 65 years old, a husband and wife, I anticipate the cost of your health insurance being approximately 
$800 to $1,200 a month. Jerry, that's what we're talking about here. See, these are why, this is why you need somebody to help you um, set up your resources so that when you need these things, they're there for you. All right, Jim, quickly here, we're almost out of time, but the last point on this list of things that you want to avoid in retirement is taking Social Security early. Now, everyone's situation is different. We can't tell you over the radio when to take your Social Security, but people have to take a close look at this to make sure that they're doing something that's going to fit them right. You do. And there are 567 different ways to take Social Security. What's the odds of you guessing the right one? Think about that for a second. Well, it's one in 567, Jim. That's my engineering side of me kicking out, right? (laughs) And the key here is to understand that Social Security has a lot of different variables we need to consider. The amount of income you have, are you married? How's your spouse's income? Will they get your Social Security? Will they get half of it? There's all these things. But we also have to take in consideration, and this is a big factor, is that if you take it earlier, you get less. But the good news is you have more time to have fun with it, right? If you're right now trying to decide, should you take it at age 62, or if you should take it at age 66, let's say that's your choice. You have to live to age 78 in order to make it worth it by $1, right? So that's your break-even point. Now, here's my question for you. Are you going to have more fun between age 62 and 68, or are you going to have more fun between age 66 and 78? I opt, if it makes sense, to take Social Security a little bit earlier, enjoy it, have more fun with it, but everybody has a different scenario. There is no radio show, no webinar, no calculator online that can tell you when to take Social Security. You must crunch the numbers and look at your whole financial plan to make the right decision. That's what we do each and every day. And I'm going to tell you flat out that whatever age you think makes sense, when we sit down and crunch the numbers, that age disappears. Almost certainly, we always find a better date. Sometimes and more frequently, we actually determine that you can take Social Security at 64 instead of 67, and you'll actually benefit from it. That's what we do. That's what we talk about. And understand something, that is something that has to be done at the table, kneecap to kneecap, eyeball to eyeball, making sure that it applies to your circumstances and no one else's. You're listening to Financial Straight Talk with Jim Fox. And yeah, those bucket list items are a lot more fun to plan for, but you need to make sure that you're not stepping into something and not overlooking something that's on that anti-bucket list. And and when Jim sits down with somebody and helps them build these retirement plans, uh, he's taking into account all of these things and helping you avoid some of those pitfalls. If you'd like to reach out to Jim today and start talking about building that retirement plan, give him a call. 321-414-7526 is the number. It spells out 321-414-PLAN. We appreciate you listening to the podcast. Hey, tell a friend, share this information with somebody you love because somebody might need it. Jim will be back at the same time next week. I'm always happy to be a part of the show, but for now, you get the final word. Thanks so much, Jerry. Well, guys, every week, I just want to take the opportunity to say thank you. Jerry and I know that you have tons of options when it comes to getting financial information, and we're just honored to be one of those resources. So like you said, if there's anything we can do for you, let us know. We'll be glad to answer that question on air. But with all of that being said, on behalf of myself and the rock doctor himself, Mr. Jerry Payne, I want to thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time on the Financial Straight Talk.
Jim Fox is a registered representative of World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC. Wadadley Financial Group is not owned or controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. Wadadley Financial Group is not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through James Fox, NPN Insurance License Number 243-4449.